What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Wednesday. Hope all is well. Hope you're looking good, feeling good, and being your absolute best out in the, here in this crazy world, you know? Or as Tyler Perry would say, out in these streets. I hope everything is going good for you. So just the only thing that's right on my mind right now, I'm still thinking about Chris Rock and Will Smith, but the first thing that's on my mind is greatness. Everybody wants to be great. Everybody believes they were born to do something special. And you're here, so you must be born to do something. But a big problem is most people aren't prepared. A big part of being lucky, a big part of being successful, a big part of having the life you want is being prepared. So when things come your way, you're ready. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready, right? So, you know... You can't talk great things and want to do something great and be something in the world. And then when the opportunity presents itself, you're not ready. How many people have had that happen to them? It happens all the time. I've certainly felt like, man, I missed my chance. I wasn't ready. For me, my example was I was a 20-year-old intern at Warner Brothers. And... In my exit interview, I made it clear, like, if you're not going to offer me, like, a film job, uh, making movies or something, I'm just going to go back to college. Don't even bother to offer me anything. And at that age, I thought that was the appropriate response because I really, really wanted to make movies. It didn't dawn on me, um, and this might be my middle-class upbringing, I'm not sure, but it didn't dawn on me that no one would just offer me a film job at the top of the heap like it didn't dawn on me that no one would just look at me and be like man she's super talented we gotta get her you know what I mean like it didn't I didn't think that way so I'm pretty sure the lady was like okay she doesn't want a job offer (laughs) and uh, I didn't get one and I didn't understand I didn't know you know no one had really explained how internships work I didn't understand any of that. I didn't, I blew that bridge up and I didn't even understand what I had done. Um, And it took me a long time to process, like, you don't have any money. And in this world, you need money. And I don't care what everybody says, Gary Vaynerchuk and all these people telling you to grind and hustle. That's great. But don't quit your job. You know, you can be an entrepreneur and still work a a full-time job. I have to do that. I need my income stream. So, you know, all these people giving you advice, yeah, you can tell you don't need money and you could just eat dust and clouds and all that stuff. And I love Gary V. Gary V is the reason why there is an anchor podcast for, for me. Um, but he also had a family business he could work in and run and manage and grow, you know. And while he says that's not an advantage, it is an advantage. I'm not saying... They just gave it to you and you didn't work hard, but there was something there for you. You know, you need to work. People need an income stream. And even though you were underpaid, you still had something. And uh, you were able to take control of it and grow it. You know, but a lot of people don't have that. They don't have entrepreneurial family members. They don't have people who are hustlers around them. Uh, And the ones that do, some of them think it's only about the drug hustle and then they that ain't no long-term thing. That is not sustainable. You're either going to go to jail or you're going to die. And people are out here dying over weed. Yeah, I was going to buy all this weed, but he shot me instead. You know, seriously, it's that bad out here. So, 
you know, to be an entrepreneur, you got to understand risk and reward. And it's hard. And a lot of people just aren't prepared, not only to, to start a business or grow a business or sustain a business, which is where I am. I need to scale a business. Um, you know, people aren't ready for their success. Somebody, this is what I have urged all along on this podcast. This is the fifth season of this podcast. I've been doing this podcast since 2017. You can go back to earlier episodes and you can hear me begging and pleading with people to get prepared. You know, you got all these people out here talking a lot of different things. Whatever you're into, you can find it. If you're into conspiracy theories, uh, they're out there, you know, and I'm so tired. And and yeah, and whatever you're interested in, if you want to hear gossip, it's out there. If you want to hear Illuminati, it's out there. If you want to hear how everybody's in the Freemasons, it's out there, you know. But nobody's prepared when someone walks up and says, hey, I I have $250,000. I want to invest in a business. What you got? You know what I mean? Like people just aren't ready. And sometimes I wonder if I'm ready. But I'm out here and I'm pitching and people are are really into the concept. And I know that I've done proof of concept. I've been I had to run out and do a car this morning. So it's like I know that I have what it takes to be successful as a car rental person person. And right now I have more demand than I have cars. So seriously, if you have a car, I don't care where you are. If you have a car and you can get it to me and we can figure out how to get it up on the platform, I will rent it out for you. Um, of course there are some requirements. So get in touch with me so I can see if it's a viable car and can't put junkers and, you know, death traps up there. But, uh, you know, if a lot of people just have a car that they don't use anymore and they don't know what to do with and they don't necessarily want to sell it. Um, that's why that's how I started on Toro. I bought another car. I had a not great loan on it and I didn't want to put that bad loan on top of a new loan. So ta-da. And it really does pay for itself. And unfortunately, it's just a smaller car and it doesn't rent for that much money, but it goes out constantly. I mean, it, it, that market, I think if you really were interested in starting a Turo business or investing in my Turo business, if we could get some economy cars, you know, three or four cars that rent for like 40 bucks a day, I mean, we'd have to swap them out every year because they're going to just be run to death. Uh, people like that, that price point. Um, and then but also they like the other price point, which is closer to $50 a day. There are people who pay that and uh, for the BMW, and they enjoy it because it's, A, a great car, but B, uh, the service. is People are paying for the experience that I give them, which is a concierge sort of park-and-fly experience. I've seen other people who have luxury cars that are just not going out. They're not being rented. And I think maybe it's the price point, but I also think that they don't offer the service. Um, And it's a lot of work. It's not passive. If you partner with me, I can, it'll be passive for you, but it will never be passive for me. Um, And until I hire a staff, but I think it's going to grow and I'm prepared. I really am. I'm I'm just trying to get uh, my strategy. And so I'm not a person that's unprepared. Literally, if someone walked up to me and said, I, you know, I need a million dollars worth of content, I'd be like, I got you. 
What do you need a car? You need content? I got you. But, you know, I have recently watched someone not really be prepared for their moment. It looked like their moment, but they weren't ready. And so obviously it wasn't. And it's sad because the particular situation that I'm thinking about needs a hero, a real hero. And uh, sometimes your ego can carry you so far, but it doesn't matter if you're not ready. If you don't have your ducks in a row, if you don't have your money right, if you don't have your your spiritual energy right, if you you don't you ain't in a good spot with your partner, you know the wife or the husband ain't down with what you're trying to do, yeah, you're not ready. You're not ready. So the lesson today is get prepared, stay prepared, be ready for greatness. I hear a lot of people talking about all the the stuff they want to do and all this they need, and it's there for you. But the reality is if someone walked up to you right now and said they want to invest in your business or they want to invest in you or they want to do something for you, what can they do for you? Many of y'all wouldn't have an answer. So, yeah, be prepared. Be prepared and have an answer. So yesterday, uh, you know, you can't scroll through anything now without hearing about Will Smith and Chris Rock. And apparently Chris Rock was really abused, not so much in his household, but at school. And somebody on TikTok had a great video showing why he didn't respond. And it was an interview he had done with Howard Stern. And pretty much, you know, Chris was bullied to the point of he said he didn't get raped, but there were sexual things that even happened to him. He went to a white school and he was beat up and bullied and got his ass kicked and sexually touched or something he didn't say he said he wasn't raped but apparently there were sexual things that happened to him all kinds of horrible trauma which would explain why he looked so shocked when will smith smacked him right across the face um and i i've heard all these crazy theories and all these but let's just say it is what exactly it looks like another grown man slapping another grown man across the face and i have to think these two people have some of the most trauma that they've never dealt with or unpacked, and they are both 50-something-year-old children emotionally. And I have said often, when you make your money pretending to be someone else or using a persona, um, that's why Hollywood feels so weird. Because when you're talking to people, and this was my experience, you talk to them, and you feel like you're not really talking to a real person. And it's like, oh, okay, no wonder they need me. They need people like me to give them words in their mouth. These people are damaged. They make their way out into this industry to pretend professionally to be other people. Most people who are well-adjusted don't want to do that. And you're in for a ton of abuse and uh, people say really mean things to your face. You know, I hated the whole casting process. I had gotten uh, one of my friends from high school was producing a script and we 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 had to look at cast. I mean, we got very, very close. The only thing we couldn't get is a final budget and anybody to sign off. And the stuff we had to say about these actors, I just was so uncomfortable with the whole process. You know, I'm fine with saying, oh, this is not the person that I think is right for the role. I don't need to go into a whole bunch of details. But I mean, when you're in the midst of it, the studio executives and and everybody involved is just saying all these really cruel and mean things about other human beings. It is a very tough way to earn a living. 
And for those two people to be so successful, it's sad to see that they're both so damaged and hurt. And that should have never happened. And anybody who is protecting or feeling something, uh, you know, uh, remotely empathetic for Will, to me, I feel, I don't feel bad for him. I think he needs to learn how to control his emotions and express himself like a grown-up, period. I don't care. He's just human. He's just a man. Yeah, so all of us are. That doesn't give me the right to go walk up and, and put that kind of violence on anybody on TV. You can't even deny it. You know, he can still get charged. Chris doesn't have to cooperate. That is an assault. And it's wrong. And I don't understand how we've gotten to this gray area where if certain people are upset and sad, then they can't do wrong shit. Like, we're okay with it. That's not cool. It's not okay. And what are we teaching people? That if you're sad and rich and famous and you seem like a decent person, that, you know, you don't have to be held accountable for your actions. And that's bullshit. I don't care if he's sad. I don't care if he has problems. Jada, obviously, they have something going on there. There's a dynamic in their relationship that's extra. I don't speak on people's marriages, but they've put it out there. They're famous, and they have talked very openly about their marriage. So if you can't handle the pressure of people scrutinizing your family and, and, you know, be famous like, listen, be famous in a different way. Because some of y'all, if you don't like it, you you you're not cut out for it. You know, it's fame is not fun. It's toxic and horrible. You know, I was trying to explain to one of my friends, I was visiting another friend who at the time was married to an actress and they decided they were not going to wear deodorant. That was the trend. And I think there's still some people out there who do this because deodorant is supposed to be full of toxins and stuff. Okay, great. Well, you need a way to battle the funk. You got to fight it. You smell bad. And, like, I was looking at them, like, so this is just, y'all just not going to get fresh. you just going to walk around like this. <laughs> they were just, like, bopping around. Like, it was, it was surreal. And I'm like, L.A. is so bizarre to me. And maybe the parts that have nothing to do with film and filmmaking are normal. But everything I've dealt with was always a little bit like, huh, this industry is weird. These people are weirdos. So, yeah. Yeah, for real. They just, they were like, yeah, we're not wearing deodorant. And I was like, oh, okay. You didn't have to make that announcement. I already knew that that was the case. (laughs) Okay, smell you later. See what I did there? But anyway, I have no idea what's going on with them, but they need to be famous in a whole nother way, Will and uh, Jada, and I wish them the very best. Nobody should have to live like this. Peace, peace, peace. And he seems like a man struggling to find his peace. And you know what? Sometimes you just have to change your situation because if God isn't changing the situation, he's trying to change you. And I learned that the hardest of hard ways. So... Yeah, good luck, brother. Good luck. All right, everybody, be your best. Be safe. Be, you know, present in your life. Love the people who love you. Be good to yourself. Uh, I am super busy. It's been crazy. I just remembered that I did not send my have a great week note to you, Musana, and I'm sorry. I have a friend I've been texting for like five years. Have a great week. And I forgot. So I'm giving you a shout out on the podcast. I love you. I miss you. I hope to see you in 2022. This has been crazy. 
And yeah, everybody have a wonderful and amazing day. Bye. I know you care.